Welcome to the Medical Moments Podcast, brought to you by the Palm Beach Health Network. Each episode, we will bring you the latest health and wellness information to keep you and your family well. Now, here are the hosts of Medical Moments, Laura Albertini and Ryan Lieber. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Medical Moments Podcast. Alongside Laura Albertini, I'm Ryan Lieber. And Laura, this week, we go deep into the mouth of oral surgery. Dr. Jason Portnoff, an oral surgeon on staff at West Boca Medical Center, joins us, and he gets into the gums and teeth and mouth of oral surgery, doesn't he? That's right, Ryan. You know, I actually find this to be a pretty interesting topic. You know, um, I think for us, you know, the, the, the lay person, the, the people who didn't study medicine, we may think sometimes when you, you know, you break your jaw or you may have a, a mouth deformity, you, you just go to, to a dentist to, to get that fixed. But there's actually a specialty out there called oral and maxillofacial surgery. Um, and that's what Dr. Portnoff is. And that's what he talks to us about today. He absolutely does. Interview with Dr. Jason Portnoff, oral surgeon on staff at West Boca Medical Center. Dr. Portnoff, welcome to the Medical Moments Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate having you. First, let's start here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what kind of surgeries you perform at West Boca Medical Center? Sure. Uh, so I'm Jason Portnoff. I'm an oral maxillofacial surgeon. Uh, my office is actually at West Boca Medical Center in the 9980 building, the you know doctor's, uh, physician's uh, office building. Um, and, uh, so I'm an oral surgeon. I do, um, you know, uh, jaw surgery. I, I, I extract teeth. I do bone grafting in the, in the, in the jaws. I do, uh, dental implants, zygomatic implants. Uh, I do oral surgery for trauma. Uh, so broken jaws, uh, you know, mandible fractures, maxillary fractures, some nasal bone fractures. Uh, and then I do, um, orthognathic jaw surgery, which is, uh, when, um, the bite is not correct and orthodontics alone uh, can't fix uh, a, uh, a malocclusion or a bad bite. Uh, sometimes it has to be a combined uh, oral surgery and orthodontic approach uh, to, to fix the, the, the bite and, and the bones of the face. So as you mentioned, you are a oral and maxillofacial surgeon, which is a, a, a fancy title. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I hope we pronounce it correct throughout the rest of the, the That's okay. interview. But Close um, <laughs> so you know, for our for our listeners, you know, who who may not understand kind of what that that type of surgeon is, and maybe might just kind of say like, "Well, I'm just going to go to a dentist who who performs surgery." Um, can you kind of just explain, like, you know, what the difference is? I know you, you kind of mentioned a little bit in your introduction, but can you just kind of go into a little bit more detail? Um, yeah, if you want, absolutely. you can maybe explain some of the procedures that you do, you know, what the difference between, I guess, a dentist that performs surgery and, and an oral maxillofacial surgeon is. Absolutely. So uh, as an oral surgeon, I did uh, extra training after dental school. So I went to dental school and then I went on to a uh, oral maxillofacial surgery residency. Uh, I did mine in New York City at uh, Wild Cornell Medical Center and um, at New York Presbyterian Hospital. 
And so while I was there, I actually, I went to medical school as well. So I completed a DMD and then an MD uh, training, uh, you know, degrees, and then uh, did oral surgery, uh, residency, including a year of general surgery. And then I did an additional year of training uh, out of the country. I did it in Australia. I did it in Melbourne, Australia, where I worked at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. And uh, that was for cleft and craniofacial and pediatric maxillofacial surgery. Uh, so then I come back to the U.S. Uh, you know, I taught for a couple of years in New York and then I, I eventually moved down to Florida and I actually taught uh, at Nova Southeastern University, which is where I went to dental school. I taught there for about eight years before I opened up my own practice at uh, West Boca Medical Center. The name of my practice is the Surgical Arts of Boca Raton. So basically, uh, as a dentist, you know, you, you deal with, um, you know, lots of things in the, in the mouth, the, you know, the teeth, the gums. Uh, oral surgeons uh, maybe go a little bit beyond that and, and look at the jaws and, and the bones of the face. So uh, it, it's, it's a great profession. I feel it kind of um, it, it straddles the fence between dentistry and medicine. Uh, you know, um, and, uh, you know, it, I find it interesting every day is a new kind of uh, uh, exciting adventure. <laughs> you know, there's always something new and, and uh, interesting to see. And, uh, you know, so I treat a lot of different things, uh, you know, pathology, infections in the in the jaws and, and um, you know, and then some things have to be done in the hospital and some things can be done in my office uh, right on the hospital campus. Uh, and so, you know, we do, um, you know, for dental alveolar surgery or having teeth extracted, bone grafting dental implants. Uh, we do that in the office. Um, and we offer different anesthesia options. Uh, as oral surgeons, you do training in anesthesia. You do about six months of, of anesthesia training. So we did, um, you know, we in, we in the office, we offer local anesthetic. We offer uh, nitrous oxide or laughing gas, and we offer IV sedation. And uh, so patients can be comfortable for their procedures uh, that they need done uh, outside of the hospital setting, which actually has been, uh, you know, busier now uh, that, you know, with COVID and, and certain elective procedures, you know, when we can't get to the operating room and we have to do things in the office, we, we can do them in the office. I would imagine you work closely with dentists. What does that Absolutely. relationship look like from a patient's perspective? Yeah. So I work with lots of different dentists in, in the community. Uh, you know, so sometimes a, a patient will, will go to the office, you know, their dental office, they'll, you know, get their routine care, fillings, you know, cleanings, things like that. And maybe they need a uh, dental extraction or a bone graft or an implant uh, or something that the dentist doesn't feel comfortable doing, you know, surgical that, you know, they don't want to do in their office. So they will send the patient uh, to me for a consult. And then, you know, I'll work with the dentist, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, provide that care. Uh, one of the things that we do, um, so we're doing uh, digital workflow now. That's, that's our big thing. So, uh, we have patients that come, let's say for an implant and we have, uh, you know, a CT scanner in the office, a cone beam CT scanner, uh, which allows for, um, uh, CT scanning of the jaws, uh, with less radiation than a medical CT scan. Uh, it's used specifically for dentistry, uh, in, in implant treatment planning, especially. And, uh, so basically we do a 3d, uh, scan of the jaws. We can measure the bone height in certain areas where a missing tooth might be and, uh, plan for a dental implant. And then we can also do something called a itero uh, digital scan of the mouth where we can uh, scan the occlusion and, uh, and then create a custom uh, acrylic uh, surgical guide that's actually 3D printed. We have a 3D printer here in the office. So everything is kind of, uh, you know, state of the art uh, technology that, that we're using here, which, you know, makes me excited because I like to, you know, have these uh, exciting tools to use uh, to treat the patients. So. 
Yeah, that's really exciting. When I um, sidebar conversation, but when I was getting my master's, we we um, did a project on 3D printing, and it was really cool to see all the the innovations that that dentists and and oral surgeons used it for. But um, can you talk to us about um, what are like the most common type of injury? you know, you see in your office, you know, that that may or may not lead to surgery at the hospital? Sure. Uh, so we see lots of facial trauma. Uh, you know, I take call at, uh, at Delray Medical Center, at West Boca Medical Center, uh, Boca Regional in Palm Beach. And uh, so I get a lot of uh, broken bones uh, of the face. Uh, sometimes it's from uh, motor vehicle accidents. Sometimes it might be from a scooter injury, a bicycle injury, especially in, in the nice weather, people are out on their bikes and maybe they, you know, hit a curb wrong or, you know, sometimes get hit by a car, unfortunately. Uh, so we get broken jaws, uh, you know, broken mandible, broken, uh, which is the lower jaw, broken maxilla, which is the upper jaw. Uh, and, um, you know, some of those can be treated uh, in the office with, you know, let's say getting wired shut or something. But sometimes you have to, you know, get treated in the operating room under general anesthesia with plates and screws to fix uh, the broken bones. Um, you know, that's one of the big things, you know, other times it might be, uh, you know, uh, late at night, the bars are, you know, getting closed and people get into fistfights and, you know, we get a lot of, uh, customers that way, you know, <laughs> usually that's a, a three in the morning, uh, phone call that we get from the ER. Uh, so those people sometimes have to get, you know, uh, their jaws fixed when, when they have a broken, you know, facial injury of some sort. You know, when the 3am call comes in, it's never a good call. And you always it's, know it's somebody <laughs> that uh, maybe was a little overserved the night before, as you just correct. said. Yeah, that's yeah sure. it's, 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 it, you get that feeling, you know, as soon as the phone rings. So sometimes it doesn't happen until about six in the morning because that's when the effects of the alcohol wear off and then the jaw starts to hurt, you know? So then you get that 6am call when they realize, hey, something doesn't quite feel right. My bike doesn't feel right. And then they go to the ER you know, after they sobered up a little bit. So, you know, it could be a delayed, uh, you know, treatment sometimes, you know. That can't be, uh, yeah, that can't be enjoyable for that person. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Dr. Portnoff, what would you say are kind of the um, injuries, if you will, that you kind of, I know this may sound like a, a, a weird word to use, but the ones that you enjoy treating, what, what uh, treatments or, uh, you know, procedures that you enjoy more than others when it comes to uh, oral surgery? Well, you know, overall, uh, you know, I like to meet a patient and then have them leave, you know, better off than when they came. <laughs> you know what I mean? So whether it's, uh, you know, a broken jaw that we fix or, or jaw surgery where their bite is, uh, you know, off and, and now we're able to have them, you know, have a proper bite where they can chew and function and speak and, and you know, are happier with the aesthetics of their face. You know, th those are things that are, that are really gratifying, you know, so anytime that you can help a patient get to a better place, that's always, that's always a good thing. Uh, even if it's as simple as, you know, a bad tooth, something that, you know, you know, they had a cavity, it got bad, you know, got infected, had to extract a tooth and, and, you know, then we can maybe get them on the line for a bone graft or an implant or something down the line so we can reconstruct, you know, what's missing, you know, any, anything that gets the patient from an area where they were having a, a problem and now they're, they're better, you know, that's always gratifying. So, you know, I, I kind of, uh, maybe one week I like one procedure better and the next week, you know, I like a different procedure better, but overall I just, you know, want to help, help our patients and try to get them all to be in a better place. We'll be right back with Dr. Jason Portnoff after this. Hey, Ryan, did you know that West Boca Medical Center has been a part of the Boca Raton community for over 35 years? I did know that, Laura. West Boca Medical Center has some of the best care Boca Raton has to offer. 
with their award-winning maternity care at the Boca Center for Women's Care and Comprehensive Pediatric Services, like their Level 3 NICU, Pediatric ICU, and Pediatric Surgery Team. They also offer minimally invasive robotic surgery options and will be soon opening a new orthopedic unit, the Boca Center for Orthopedics and Spine and Care, this spring. West Boca Medical Center is ready to take care of all of your needs. From preemies to seniors, we are here to take care of your whole family. For more information about all of our services, please visit www.westbocamedctr.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Jason Portnoff. So speaking of procedures, you, your website lists, you know, a variety of procedures, and I, I'm going to butcher a bunch of the names. <laughs> um, so would you mind kind of running through some of them for us? Um, you know, facial surgery, TMJ disorders, cleft lip, lip and palate, and then ortho... Orthognathics, yes. Orthognathics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, so basically, uh, orthognathics is what we were just talking about, which is basically um, a patient has a bite. Maybe their lower jaw is too big or too small or their upper jaw is too big or too small, and their teeth just don't come together in the right way where they can chew and function properly. Uh, so they might have an underbite or an overbite or something like that. And then they've been to, let's say, a couple rounds of braces, and you know the orthodontist just doesn't feel that they can correct the bite with that, with just braces alone. So then orthognathic surgery, which is a combined orthodontic and uh, oral surgery treatment of that problem is, is, is indicated. And basically we, we do our um, uh, workup where we do a CT scan, uh, you know, the CBCT, we're going to look, um, you know, at, at, you know, the position of the jaws and the position of the teeth. And then what we do is something called virtual surgical planning or computer assisted surgical planning. So basically based on the CT scan, we can do predictions uh, on where to bring the upper jaw and where to bring the lower jaw so that their teeth, you know, the patient's teeth come together in the most appropriate uh, way. And, um, you know, this is done virtually uh, with computer software. And, uh, and basically it's, you know, it's specific computers uh, uh, specific for every patient, right? So every patient gets their own individualized treatment plan. And basically uh, from that, I can actually get custom plates and screws made that after we do the surgery on the upper jaw or lower jaw, we can move the jaw in the new position. And these cut this custom hardware can be used to hold that, uh, you know, jaw in that right position. Uh, and that those plates and screws, you know, are only fitting that, that particular patient that had this particular surgery. And uh, they, the plates and screws should stay forever. Uh, they, should, they would only have to get taken out if there was a problem, which, you know, it doesn't happen often. Uh, and, uh, and basically, it's all custom made. And, and it's really exciting stuff because that's, you know, the, the future is here, basically, in that type of surgery. Um, and those patients, you know, it's treatment done in the hospital setting and, uh, you know, one or two day, uh, you know, overnight stay sometimes. Uh, and then they, they come home and their, their lives are completely changed. They, they can now chew and function and speak uh, in ways that they couldn't before. They suffered before without, you know, uh, being able to eat right or talk right. And now, you know, they, they feel their lives are much better. So that's definitely a gratifying, uh, you know, surgery to, to perform for patients. Um, and, uh, and then uh, going down the list, we talk about uh, cleft lip and palate surgery. Uh, and basically patients that are born with a cleft of the upper jaw you know, uh, they uh, will require many years of treatment with many different specialists, uh, orthodontists, pediatric dentists, plastic surgeons, uh, oral surgeons, you know, speech pathologists, uh, you know, lots of different um, providers that, that help them. So I'm usually a part of the uh, of the team that helps uh, those patients, um, you know, 
seeing them, you know, grow basically, you know, we, we, we see them right away when, when they're born and then we can see them many years uh, throughout, you know, throughout their growth. And sometimes these patients uh, will, will require that jaw surgery that we just discussed, uh, orthognathic surgery to help put the teeth together in the right, uh, in the right way. Other patients might need bone grafting uh, and other patients might, you know, need implants, uh, you know, after they're done growing. So uh, that's all stuff that, you know, I find very interesting. And, and I think that, you know, the patients are, are you know, helped, you know, by, by the treatments that we give. And, and, you know, it's, again, another very gratifying, you know, uh, surgery for me to perform. Um, and then, uh, let's see, a, a TMJ surgery. So patients might have uh, temporomandibular joint pain or dysfunction. Uh, and this is the joint right in front of the ear. Uh, so sometimes when you open and close your mouth, you might hear some clicking or popping. And in some patients that can be uh, painful and, and uncomfortable and it can be very de uh, debilitating and, and they can't, you know, perform their, uh, you know, daily activities and they, they really don't, uh, you know, function well. So uh, there's different treatment options that can be non-surgical uh, and, and sometimes surgical. And, uh, you know, we, we go from making surgical, uh, excuse me, not surgical, but uh, TMJ splints where, um, you know, we, we put a bike guard, uh, you know, we, we can print this uh, custom made on our 3D printer. And basically, um, the patient would wear this splint at night to relieve the pressure on the joints, uh, prevent them from grinding their teeth or clenching their jaws. Uh, and then uh, other patients, you know, might need other uh, medical treatment or physical therapy. And then some patients, you know, even with all the, the best uh, non-surgical non or in conservative management, uh, will have to, you know, um, have some sort of surgery to, to fix their, uh, their problem. And, and we offer arthrocentesis or uh, arthroscopic surgery, which is basically minimally invasive surgery, uh, flushing out the joint. And, um, you know, sometimes they require steroid injection or something like that. And then other patients would require open joint surgery or even joint replacement surgery. So there's different uh, ways of treating these patients and, and you know, getting them uh, seen and evaluated and kind of figuring out where where they are uh, in the disease process is kind of uh, important, is, you know, very important to uh, figure out what, what's the right care for them. So you're a fellowship trained surgeon in multiple specialties. You also trained at Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne, Australia. So yes. tell us a little bit about your training there down under and how you feel maybe it's helped you with your cases at West Boca Medical Center. Yeah, I mean, I, it was the, I, I did a year uh, fellowship. It was probably the best year uh, you know, of my training. Really phenomenal uh, experience. Uh, went down to Australia. You know, I had never gone abroad when I was in college or anything. So this was my kind of first uh, experience doing that. I uh, lived there for a year, worked at the Royal Children's Hospital. Uh, my fellowship director was a man named Andrew Heggie, uh, who is, uh, you know, world, world respected uh, in uh, oral maxillofacial surgery and orthognathic surgery and uh, craniofacial surgery. And um, basically, uh, you know, uh, treated kids with cleft lips and palate, uh, did, uh, you know, craniofacial surgery, did a lot of orthognathic surgery and all that stuff translates to, to now I, I'm able to treat patients, uh, you know, like I did then, uh, uh which is really great. Um, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, I learned treatment one way during my residency. So that extra fellowship year, uh, not, not every oral surgeon does an extra fellowship year. So I felt like getting that other experience and seeing things from a different perspective certainly helped and, and broadened my scope. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. It, it was, you know, I, I, I still treat, uh, I still train residents. Uh, I'm still, 
working with the Nova Southeastern University residents. And, and I always kind of uh, push them to do fellowships when, when they're interested, if, if they have the bug to, to, you know, further their training, you know, for, for more time, I, I try to push them to do it because I really felt it was a great experience. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I, I find that I also have medical students that come uh, rotating through with me from Nova uh, Southeastern University, uh, the MD school. Uh, they spend uh, their first clinical rotation with me. And I, I find that they, they seem to think that the caseloads that we have here, the, the patients that, that come through uh, the office are super interesting. You know, they're, they're, they're sometimes it's things that they've read about in textbooks, but they hadn't seen in real, in, you know, in, in real clinical scenarios. So uh, they're, they're always, you know, excited to uh, see our patients and, and uh, they learn a lot. And I think the patients enjoy having them here. You know, it seems to be a win-win for everybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. I, I, I really, I think the extra year, uh, was crucial, uh, you know, for me and, and, uh, you know, I like to, you know, pass that knowledge on to the, the next generation of, of, uh, doctors and, and surgeons. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. That's great. And so Dr. Portnoff, what do you think the future of, of oral surgery or maxillofacial surgery looks like? Well, I, I'm thinking it's the all this technology. It's it's we're really you know uh, the future is here now. You know we're 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 doing um, uh, virtual surgical planning. We're doing uh, computer assisted planning. We're we're doing digital imaging of teeth. You know where you would go back in the day uh, to get your impressions in your mouth. You had that goopy stuff that you know everybody was choking on. Now we have a little wand of a camera that we pass along the teeth you know, getting, getting our images and it's super uh, comfortable for the patients. Uh, you know, they, they find the experience is, uh, you know, it's quicker, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's, it's definitely not like going to the dentist, you know, where, you know, everybody had this kind of like, you know, uh, rain cloud above, above their head thinking, Oh, you know, I don't want to go to the dentist now. It's, it's, it's comfortable. And, uh, you know, so, um, we have that, we have uh, CT scanning, we can see things in three dimensions and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, uh, measure twice, cut once, you know I mean? We're doing, everything virtually before we ever see, you know, see the patient in the chair. You know, I can, I can, I can tell you what's going to happen, uh, you know, with the treatment plan, you know, you know, before we're going to sit down and do it clinically, which I think the patients feel much more comfortable because, you know, they even get an understanding of what's, what they're about to experience. And, and, uh, you know, they know that there's much less guesswork than there was, you know, back when they were, you know, a kid or, or, uh, you know, years ago, uh, getting oral surgery. So I think that, that the technology is, 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 now here and and uh you know it, it's amazing so uh, you know i think that that's the biggest exciting thing that that we have going on in, in oral surgery today so let's finish with this dr portnoff what would you like your patients to know about your practice surgical arts of boca raton and why they should seek care at the palm beach health network for well i think uh that you know we want our patients to be to feel that they are treated like our family. You know, we 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 definitely uh, want to cater to them. Uh, we we go out of our way uh, to make things easy and comfortable for our patients. Uh, I think our office here, uh, you know, will you know will do things that other offices won't. Uh, you know, we if if there's a medically uh, complex patient, we're going to be calling the uh, patient's doctor. You know, making sure we're getting uh, appropriate consults and and information uh, back and forth between the offices. Which a lot of times, you know, the the a doctor's office might just say, "Hey, you need to get your information and bring it to us." We kind of go out of our way to make sure that we get it, and and the patient doesn't feel stranded and lost and and uh, you know um, you know helpless. So uh, that's that's for sure um, 
you know, one special aspect of our practice, you know, we're treating, we're treating our patients like we want our family to be treated. Um, and uh, the other thing is, is, you know, with, with the, the, the health network here, I mean, our, our patients are always happy with, with the care that they get when we're, we're going to the hospital. You know, my office, like I said, is right on the hospital campus. Uh, you know, uh, the patients, you know, feel comfortable in the hospital. They, they're getting uh, top-notch care and from nursing to uh, ancillary care. Uh, you know, the, the OR experience has always been positive. And, uh, you know, I, I find that the patients feel the, the biggest, most important thing is the patients feel that their questions are answered and, uh, you know, that their concerns are addressed. And I, and I really think that the, you know, West Boca Medical Center does a great job at doing, at doing that for our patients. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, that provides them a great service. And once again, our thanks to Dr. Jason Portnoff of West Boca Medical Center really had some interesting insight. You know, Laura, like you said at the beginning of the show, I didn't really think or know what to expect to hear from Dr. Portnoff, but it really is some fascinating things that an oral surgeon does and how they take care of your mouth. And especially during those really tough emergencies that tend to happen from time to time. Yeah, you know, the poor guy probably gets the most late night calls from the ER, um, which we heard about in the interview. Um, but it, it's really interesting as, you know, as we do this podcast together, as, as we've done, you know, the many episodes, how we learn about all the different types of specialties out there. And, and this one by far, I, I would say, is one of the most interesting um, episodes we've done, at least for me, because it was, it was just so interesting to hear, um, that this specific specialty out there, because like, like I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, I, I just always thought that it was something that a dentist did. Absolutely true. So once again, our thanks to Dr. Jason Portnoff of West Boca Medical Center, and that is going to wrap things up on this edition of the Medical Moments podcast. For Laura, I'm Ryan. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. Have a good one. That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to go where podcasts are available to rate and leave a review. Also, tell a friend about our show and don't miss our next episode. For more valuable information, visit our website at palmbeachhealthnetwork.com and visit our social media sites to learn more about local events and happenings at our five hospitals. Thanks for tuning in to Medical Moments, a podcast brought to you by the Palm Beach Health Network, a community built on care.